I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hey there, I'm Ryan. I've got a sneeze. And I'm Ivan. <laughs> and welcome to Just Another Fan Podcast, No Sorry. This is episode 26 of It's Just a Game. Hello and welcome to episode 26 of It's Just a Game, the podcast where we watch reality TV so you don't have to. And we're back and we're going to have a lot to say because you are finally here. You are about to listen to the only Traitors UK podcast where we all get raw and fettered opinions made by the people who've been there, done that and got the t-shirt. Now, if you're a regular, if you're new, if you're not sure what you're here for, this is the podcast where every week we look at the best strategies, the most iconic moments, and the winners and losers from your favourite reality TV shows. This is the week we've been waiting for, The Traitors UK is back, and this week we'll be looking at week one on series two of The Traitors UK. If you're new here, my name is Ryan. You may remember me as the sound guy you sometimes saw in the background uh, on series one of The Traitors. <laughs> Not ringing a bell, mate. Sorry. No. Sorry, yeah. mate. That happens. <laughs> Joining me is the strategist who has yet to find his card. Ivan, hello, Ivan. How are you? Hello. There's a five-hour delay between me and you. Every time I speak, I have to wait five hours for the response. What's that all about, Ryan? Yeah, something about being on Miami Beach or something. Can you not hear the waves? I can, oh, actually, and this track so would be crazy. You don't have to have your oh. top off the whole time, though, mate. I mean, come on. <laughs> that, I, I do that in the UK as well. It's just, it's, it's a sexual thing. Are you anyway. inside? Are you, are you sitting inside? Because you don't need to wear sunglasses inside either. No. <laughs> do you have to it, hold that, that surfboard the entire time? Yeah, yeah. Can you put that surfboard down? Put it down. <laughs> uh, okay. It's okay. It's okay. Like, look, like, guys, no, I'm sitting down. I'm all calm. Can I get another video collider, please, though? Uh, <laughs> But no, so that's Ivan joining us here. And also here with me is the traitor who has yet to unwrap his Christmas parting gift. Wilf is here. <laughs> Hello, Wilf. Oh, you got me. I meant the intro of this, <laughs> of this thing. You said we've been there, done it and got the T-shirt. I didn't get a T-shirt. 
I didn't even get a cloak. I got a t-shirt, but then Ryan vomited all over it, so I had to throw it away. <laughs> yeah. And hey, you got a an, an half-eaten biscuit from Claudia, and that, that could sell for a lot on eBay or some you know dodgy websites, so you should thank me for that. Okay. Thanks. The thank you took a while to come, but it got there. There's a, no, there's a re- mate. There's a really long delay. It's, it's, it feels like you may be in a different time zone, Ryan. So is it actually? No, not actually. No, just trying to make you feel bad about the podcast. <laughs> oh, did you see his face? <laughs> yeah, crestfallen. Like, no, because I started recording and thinking, oh my god, the delay is great. There's actually not much delay in now. No, it's fast. fine. You're a little tinny. Uh, well, You're a little tinny, but you know, I'm no a, more than you. I'm a little tinny. Yeah, you know. I'm gonna, I'm, I'm gonna tumper. say it's fine. The delay's fine. Like halfway through the other episode. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm Ivan. Let's get into this. Uh, this is the podcast where we watch reality TV, so you don't have to. And we're gonna have a lot to say about the Traitors UK. So let's jump right into it. Now, as always, we're entering a spoiler zone. So if you haven't seen episodes one, two, and three of The Traitors UK, and you do not want to be spoiled, go away and come back when you're done. If you have seen it, stay right here. Do not move a muscle. And if you don't mind being spoiled, then you can also stay right here. We have our man who's here to summarise everything that's happened, everything you may have missed in the last three episodes. Ivan, what's been going on, Ivan? So, Ivan, tell us, what's been going on, Ivan? Oh, I'm glad you asked. Uh, Right, are you ready? Here we go. Episode one. A bunch of people and an owl board a train to go to our favourite Scottish castle. Claudia makes them get in a line just to troll them. Events coordinator Ash, salesman Paul, and Corporal Harry are chosen to be traitors, but they must recruit a fourth tonight. We don't see who they pick, nice touch, but they all arrive to the usual breakfast. The task is a Houdini puzzle build pontoon drag boat explosion, and you can just take shields from plain sight if you want. Kyra, Jazz and Harry steal a shield and the group win. Indefinitely, certainly, exactly 40 minutes, no more. Don't ask questions. Zach says an innocuous comment about sleeping easy and Sonya jumps on it. Then Aubrey confidently tells Ash he knows the traitors already. Episode 2. Veterinary nurse Miles is confirmed as a traitor, and the breakfast parade begins. Cat Daddy Aubrey is murdered for his terrifying spectator eyes. Ross sniffs that Woolly Sonia was stirring the pot last night. Mother Diane thinks Chessman Anthony could be a traitor because he has an ego. Okay, but she's also onto Ash, and that's right, and she says it in front of two of the traitors. Uh-oh. The task is a bird-watching, cool-mimicking taxidermy hunt. They win £4,000! And Big Pexy, Andrew, Very Anthony, enough. and Traitor Paul get a shield. The shield gatherers are immediately banishment targets. At the round table, they attack Anthony for his defensive personality, to which he is defensive. Kyra and Paul criticise Andrew's urgency to get a shield. Traitor Harry tries to push towards Zach's laughing. A bunch of people, led by Ross, go for Sonya's pot-stirring, and it's Sonya who's banished. Not a vote of the 22 is for a traitor. Well done, lads. Zach suspects Diane is Paul's mum. Zach is a clever boy. In Traitor's Tower, Harry cleverly wants to go for Johnny to pour more suspicion on Ross. But who do they go for? Well, in episode three, we find out that it's Kyra who gets sent home. Uh, There's a lot of talk about mothers and sons. It's pretty cool. Uh, Everyone's getting excited. Tracy does the most generic fortune reading of Anthony (laughs) ever. I feel like you had a childhood. Well, yeah. <laughs> the task is a scarecrow carry question race into a scarecrow debowel. We find out that Paul is voted the most popular. Zach takes a shield. Jasmine accidentally finds a shield. Brian is branded the biggest sheep. 
and devotes himself to chaos. More on that later. Zack upsets Charlotte by suggesting she's having her last supper, but really everyone's talking about Ash until the round table. When there's a move for Brian, because he's changed, man. Jazz's energy has changed. Diane's energy's off. Meg is too quiet. Ash is too loud. Everyone gets to vote Brian. Demands that everyone <laughs> tells him if they think he's a traitor, which is super weird and suspicious, and we know he's faithful. I thought he was a traitor, and he's literally a faithful. Uh, even delivering his vote for Paul, by the way. He's a nervous wreck. Nine people get different votes, but Ash, Brian, and Diane get four each. They must make speeches, and everyone must re-vote. It's like Survivor. Traitors, Paul and Harry, turn on Ash. Oh my god, but is it enough? We do not know. It's six all, with Anthony left to reveal his vote, and that's the end of a dramatic week of the traitors. You missed one very, very key thing. I missed a lot. (laughs) No, no, no. One key moment. Anthony, Anthony fondled (laughs) Scarecrow. He did, he yeah. the crown jewels! <laughs> and then vociferously denied it. <laughs> Just ima- imagine the producers preparing the scarecrows and being like, guys, do we need to put some straw down there? Surely nobody's going to go there. And the psychiatrist is like, no, no, Anthony will. Anthony will, trust me. He's like, did you have to put an entirely bi- biologically accurate penis down in every single scarecrow? I just make more. No. Why did you do that? But it counts as well. Sorry, why did we order 40 dildos? Um, scarecrows, yeah. 40 scarecrow dildos as well. Um, may I just say that uh, it's difficult to do updates when there's 22 contestants. I didn't mention all of them, obviously, because some of them we didn't see. But, like, there's a lot of names in there. And even reading it back, I didn't know what I'd written down. <laughs> so I was just like, Is this boss? who's this guy? So I'm sorry for any confusion It's, there, it's but, a crowded uh, house, but we, we both know that, you know, the house tends to uh, empty itself out quite quickly in the first few episodes. Yeah. Um, so we'll get better. Uh, well, let's jump right into this then, our view and our debrief. And I'm going to start with a few general questions. First of all, as I've said, we've been there, done that, almost got a t-shirt. Um, so, you know, we, we, we've seen this game. And now for the first time, really, we're seeing a UK version we haven't played. How have you felt about this cast, this version, everything? Just general impressions of a week back <coughs> on the Traitors UK, Wilf. I love it. I'm not going to lie. It's good, right? It's good to be back. It's really, really good. And uh, do you know what? I didn't know what to expect, to be completely honest. I thought, I just hope it's good and I hope it levels up on par with ours at least. And I think the first episode for me was quite equal to our first episode. It weren't, Mm. it it was was good, but it weren't, for me, it weren't. But I think it's set things up. Nobody's going home. There's so much to do. There's so much to do in it as well. But the second and third episode, I don't care. I'll probably get slated for this, but I genuinely think the second and third episodes are probably on par or better. Like episode three to our episode three was like outstanding. Like there's so much happened and so much drama's happening straight away, and I love it. Yeah, I, I think would you agree? Because I'm not sure. I, I, I would have disagreed until I got to the very end of episode three. Um... Yeah, I, I don't think episode one or two was anything special, but it did introduce the characters well. Uh, episode three is where it starts to get really juicy. Um, my main thing, you know, if talking about the cast right now, is there's a lot of really interesting people, and we're not learning about all of them yet, but that's the way it, we've seen enough series of this now. We understand. If you're a faithful, you get introduced on the episode before you're sent home or the ent- episode <laughs> you're sent home. We got to know the traitors, and for me... It's not the best crop of traitors, but they're interesting. But I think the issue was we needed likability and we're waiting for faithfuls to like. And there are some, you can tell there are some. (laughs) It's just they're not, they're not the ones we're seeing, especially in the first two episodes. I was like, I'm watching it. I'm watching them go through the motions, but I'm not necessarily feeding the emotions about those motions. Do you know what Uh, I mean? I completely, I get, I get what you mean. I think 
the premise is really, but the whole narrative's been on probably six or seven people. So yeah. we haven't really got to see mm. like somebody who made it, who um, was it Molly who talked about um, herself and her condition, her disability. Like that was a really nice yeah. little insight to her. And I was like, oh, I want to get to know more about her and see her a bit more of her. So there are starting to filter in other people, but yeah. ultimately, I think, I think the casts are good. I think there's going to be. I've got some opinions about some of them. Um, oh, we'll get into it. That we'll we'll get to that. Which which are a bit controversial compared to what I've been reading everywhere else. <laughs> Interesting. <laughs> I think you know it, it's 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 so far it's been it, very similar to ours in the fact that you establish the traitors. The traitors are the protagonists. They're the main characters. I always I laugh yeah. at how many people on Twitter go, "Is it weird that I'm for I'm supporting the traitors?" It's like, no, that's exactly what we're supposed to do. <laughs> but the only issue with that is you see every other action from the perspective of them. So you either see, oh, the faithfuls are onto us, better kill them, or oh, aren't the faithfuls idiots for not being onto us? And what you don't see is that lovely theory forming, interesting chats, like looking for um, uh, kind of ideas and looking for suspicions. You kind of, you see that, but you only see it from the perspective of the traitors. And, and, and mm -hmm. while they've, you know, again, there's something fun about the way the edit is trying to get us to guess things in this series, which I really like. I hope there's more of that. But still, it's always from like the traitor's perspective so yeah uh, I, I that's fine i just was kind of expecting maybe a bit more of like a faithful's um focus and we haven't got that so yeah far. I, I was hoping for something a bit different this time around and that's obviously it's nice to see it from the traitor's perspective but it can get quite repetitive it always ends up becoming you see the traitors being like oh nobody's onto me and then you see a shot of somebody onto said traitor and it's just sort of like it's it would have been nice to see a bit more of the, you know, the progress in the mind of the faithfuls, a bit more focus on the faithfuls. Mm. But what you've got to think about, though, is I think it's more predominantly focused on the traitors because a few of them are weak and, and getting looked at straight yeah. away. So ultimately, they're going to show the people that are out trying to out the traitors quite early on. Hence, mm -hmm. hence um, Diane with um, ha Harry. And then you've got obviously Ashes now being under a lot of pressure. So... I understand why it's sort of taken a traitor-based edit because yeah. they're already under a lot of pressure. With us, faithfuls were just banishing each other constantly, so that's why I think it's a bit different. Where the traitors were mm -hmm. weren't really under suspicion at all for till well episode four, five, five or something. I think. Yeah, that's fair. Uh, but I guess that begs the the question. You know, the classic question. It's a question that if you've listened to the podcast a lot, you will have heard a lot. And we ask that question at the beginning of every series. First, I want to ask you about. The classic, your favourite player is. Is there anyone in the first three episodes who's really impressed you, who's made you feel like you love them? You know, you want to like you want to be best friends with them. Who's your player? Who's your fave so far, Ivan? Oh, you know, there's character. There's people who I'm really enjoying watching. Uh, mm. Like value for money, Zach is just producing such yeah, amazing yeah. moments. All the little digs, your last uh, supper, which, <laughs> which he, yeah, the last <laughs> supper, the little, just the little little personal comments. He's just a bit of, gold, of a golden retriever, really. It's it's so funny. I just love it. And like he's, you can tell he's clever, and you can tell he's just pushing buttons. And he's in there for a good time, not a long time. I, I would be very surprised if he lasts very long. But it's such fun to watch. In terms of like friends, I don't know. There's a lot of people in there who I think would be really great. Uh, I have a lot of. I have a, Miles seems lovely. I have a lot I of similar interests to Evie, who's like he likes hiking and swimming and all the kind of things. I'm like, oh, this, this might be someone I'd actually want to hang out with for a bit. Willie, um, can I say two or not, or just one? You can uh, say no. two because there's a lot of people here. <clears throat> there's so many people. So, <laughs> so my voice is a bit hoarse. I've been talking so much the last couple of days. Um, yeah, I like think... talking. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> so. 
Baseless allegations. Miles, <laughs> just because he just seems like a, such a lovely person. You know, like yeah. the adoption story. He's a veterinary He's a good soul. He just seems like a really, really nice person. But then yeah. also, I would like to get to know Paul and just see... Because Paul, right, he's not playing this game because I, like, I look at him like he's playing this game not to be famous after or anything like that. He's like, I'm going to play this game. I'm going to win. I don't care what anybody thinks. That's yeah. what I'm getting at the moment. For, so I'd like to be mm. friends of him and just get to know what his bre- what his brain's like he and is why he's taking that thing. Yeah, he's he, really, really interested. He's honestly fascinating. Like, like I, I, I would love to chat to him about how, how it all went down once it's all done. Because I feel yeah. like he's... You can tell he's incredibly intelligent. He's got a really good idea of game plan. But also, in all of his um, pieces to camera, he does this kind of like funny, like, hee 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 laugh. And that's put on. <laughs> that is that is fake. That's not actually how he feels. But he's kind of loving the feeling of being evil. And I, I just need to break down what's legitimately him and what's him playing a game and what's for TV. And oh, I just yeah, need to know. But, well, it's like... It's like I'm, I'm trying to tell if he's actually evil or he's, you know, just like really enjoying the game. Like, I don't know. Right. There's something going on behind these eyes that scares me. I feel like, really, for me, I feel like it's... He's taken away the emotional concept. So, you know, when you play Among Us, you don't get emotional and you get like all giggly because you just murdered someone and you run off and you're like, hey! like that's what he feels like he's doing. No. He's basically playing Among Us in real life without thinking of any emotion. I think he's tried to detach himself from emotion. I I, I just find him re- incredibly like, do you know when he came in the breakfast room after yeah. murdering and he did this wave to everyone? Oh, and I was just like, it's so funny. <laughs> it's, like, it's, this guy. <laughs> it's bordering on sociopathic, but I think it's put on. I, I think it yeah. is an act, but it's incredible to watch. He's cemented himself as the lead traitor, um, which I think is really interesting, uh, given the fact that Miles there is gonna, would as easily be a lead traitor as he would. And I think that's going to be a really interesting narrative in this season is with these two people who could easily lead that group of traitors, maybe without Ash, we'll see about that. Um, who actually cements himself as the lead traitor and who ends up getting backstabbed. It could be either. I cannot wait to find out who. I agree. I think, like, for me, right, like, my, like I was a bit like all of them at some point, but, you know, Miles is the one who's going to have the moral battles, which I can't wait to mm. see, you know, when he's dealing with his emotions and yeah. his general nice person. Do, like, he's going yeah. to take his toll, which is great. Then you've got Ash. No, yeah, you've got Ash, who's very much, like... Not she's not finding the role very good. She's sort of not playing the role as good as what she probably could have. And then you've got Harry, who's started off under the spotlight, yeah, under the spotlight, and then <laughs> and then he's sort of grown into the role, and he's doing actually yeah. sailor, he's doing okay. And then Paul's just like murder everyone. Ryan, who do you want to be friends with, mate? Uh, it's a tough one. You know what? Like I know it's going to be controversial. I'm not sure anyone will agree, but Brian, I just like. This man, like, he is, so he's lovely. basically me. He's me. Like, the man <laughs> is a golden retriever puppy. He's me with a B, and he's me in so many ways. Like, he's, like, the way he just panicked at everyone's table. Like, I don't know what went yeah. on in his brain. It's just the pressure got to him, and I found this fascinating. And I just, like, I just wanted to, like, warn him and give him a big hug, and I was like, oh, Brian. Yeah. I'm desperate to talk about the whole situation. We like, need I'm, to. I'm well, desperate to. Do we do that now? Well, let's talk about it. Let's, let's talk, talk about, about that situation. Can, I, can I just make one funny point then? Go at on. the beginning. He goes, I'm not... No, he goes, just so you know, I don't actually care that people call me a sheep, right? And then went nuts. And then goes, <laughs> I, want, I want to take control at the, at the start. 
and then doesn't actually nominate anyone. He doesn't say it, he just says, I'm going to take control. He says, I'm going to take control. I'm not a sheep, and I don't care if you called me a sheep. Anyway, next. Yeah, I, f- I feel for him. I think I did, he didn't deserve to be called a sheep. And, you know, I've got, I've got some personal experience with being personally attacked by your challenge in episode three of The Traitors. So I can really relate to that, uh, to that feeling. Uh, he's just like, no, he seems like a decent guy who's maybe struggling a little bit with the pressure. Uh, he probably would have been fascinating to see as a traitor just for that reason. Um, well, yeah. And I know his days are counted. I'm sure he'll be on his way out very shortly. But uh, I, I, I wait, 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 wait. Excuse me. Do are you going to vote for me? <laughs> <laughs> We're laughing, right? But this happened last season. Aaron said, "Do you think I'm a traitor? Yes or no?" At the round table to a variety of people in the same trying to get a straw poll of who he thought it was, and Aaron survived. I think Brian could do an Aaron. Honestly, oh, I think uh, yeah. he could get through this. I think yeah. Ash might go home. I'd prefer for her not to because I want to see Paul and uh, Harry get their, yeah. their comeuppance for turning on her so early. But anyway, um, and I think maybe if he does survive this, which it's down to the flip of a coin, so okay, um, yeah. he could just fly under the radar. People are like, oh, yeah. mate, you had a bit of a bad time there, didn't you, Brian? You did uh, a Ryan vomit, except it was vomit of words. <laughs> <laughs> and gone, gone, Ryan. No, he could, uh, you know, Brian could pull an Aaron, uh, which is you know, code for being carried by pretty privilege for most of the series with a limited contribution. <laughs> I, I think that Anthony, who's, who is the deciding vote, yeah. it might be looking at him and thinking, do you know what? I've been personally attacked for nothing. Mm. Like people mm. have been throwing invisible biscuits at me, right? And he's probably thinking, this guy is a faithful and he's just been thrown into it for no re- real reason. And he might get a bit... Um, you might empathise with him and not vote for him and vote for Ash. That, that and might... Uh, Anthony yeah. voted Diane in the first round, so he's going to vote Diane again. So it's going to be 6 all. they're going to flip a coin, I'm sure of it. Or rock, paper, scissors. <laughs> now, but otherwise, like, look, I, I really like a lot of the players. They're all, like, really just, like, quite awesome. Like, this, like, I want to be friends with Molly. I want to be friends with Charlotte. Like, it's just, like, I want to be friends with so many of them. I want to be friends with Brian. I want to be friends with, with all of them, with Ash. Ash Jazz. is, like, she's actually struggling. I want to be friends with Jazz, um... Do I want to be I with jazz? Actually, I'm not. I want to sure. listen to jazz. I want to listen to smooth jazz. Can we do that for a bit? <laughs> yeah, we could listen to you jazz in twenty minutes. Jazz. To to <laughs> but no. Look, so these are the plays we've been impressed by, and I've got to ask you the question of uh, you know. Before I ask this question, let's not forget it's just a game. We're watching a very edited version of what happened in that castle, and we're all aware of that. Having said that, I just want to see: is there anyone you've been perhaps least impressed by in that castle? Anyone who you saw and thought? Look, you might prove me wrong later, but so far, I'm just not really impressed with the trajectory. Uh, let's go for Wilf. Wilf. No, I, I thought you, I was pointing at we that. Just did the, we did a whole Bear waving mind, thing. You're not all... in the same order on my screen. I was just looking at No, it doesn't matter because Wilf was pointing at, at me and I was pointing at my own face. Go on, Ivan, go on. Okay. <laughs> go on, Ivan. I would say, I don't think there's anyone disliked in there at all, but I would say that Aubrey probably did the wrong thing by loudly proclaiming, I know exactly who the traitors are on day one. Now, yeah. It's likely that the two people he's sitting with weren't traitors, but I'm probably quite confident he went and said that to other people as well. And maybe if you're a faithful, it's a good idea to pretend you don't know very much so you don't get immediately sent home. And if you do think you know who the traitors are, you should say their names because you're probably wrong. And if you're wrong loudly, the traitors will keep you in. So definitely a bad idea to say, I know who the traitors are and I'm not going to tell you. You will mm. get murdered quickly. So that was bad play. And I will add to Aubrey. I'm not, I'm, Aubrey's not mine, but when somebody goes on camera and goes, everybody's going to love me, I just switch off. I'm just like, I don't know. Like, I, I don't know why. I just, I just find it quite 
yeah. I don't know, everyone's going to love me. It's like, come on, man. Like, just do it. <laughs> like, I, I don't know. Just switch me off. Anyway, mine is going to be four, Tracy. Reason being is I'm so interested because I haven't seen enough of her actually and her cl- clair- uh, being a clairvoyant. So for me, I hope psychics are real. I think it's magical if they are. I find it brilliant, yeah. right? But, Fingers crossed. But listen, but listen, and you do have to have a really, really interesting set of skills to be able to have a career in that and and it's not real does that make sense you have to be able to cold read you have mm. to be able to read people so she's got obviously got a good set of skills but questions like do you have a piece of jewelry that that means something to you from from a loved one you know these yeah. over these really easy cold cold questions and um <laughs> I just don't, I don't like it. I'm like, I, I, I've seen pick, it done before. Anthony, I'm picking up that you're a very high energy person. Like, wait, <laughs> we've, been, we've been spending about three days together. <laughs> wait, I've got, do you, does, does, does checkmate come into any of the I'm picking up an A at the beginning of your name. Is there an A at the beginning of your, you or... I'm picking up, I'm picking up something. I'm, I'm picturing a castle in Scotland in your life. Is there anything like that you've done before? Claudia Winkleman. <laughs> yeah. um, anyway, sorry. Like, I just, I, I want to see more of it and the proof because I feel every single, apart from the Australian version, actually, every single reality show that I've watched that has something to do with finding things out, like The Circle and other ones where they've used clairvoyance, they haven't done well at all. So I'm interested in seeing if it actually materialises into her finding. But she did get bad energy from Ash. But yes, just the fact she's a clairvoyant, actually, I can see in the way Ash was reacting, like, she couldn't really say anything. She was a bit paralysed by the fact that she had a clairvoyant in front of her. It makes me think she could actually, just by virtue of being clairvoyant, make people a bit, un- make traitors particularly a bit uncomfortable. And that in itself could be a power. I, I'm not ready to fully discount her powers yet. Uh, you know, even yeah, if I'm not she's not a great psychic, she I just want to see it. Yeah. I'm intrigued yeah. by it. I think it's magical. Like I want to see it on TV. I want her to stand up and do a tom, but get everyone right. <laughs> <laughs> I plead the fifth on this one. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna comment on this one. Ryan, who, who's who's not tickling your whistles then, mate? It's hard. I have to say, to be honest, like I'm just not vibing with uh, Paul. There's just something about him that makes me deeply uncomfortable. I guess that's why he's a great TV character. He probably needs to be there for a while. But he makes me like deeply uncomfortable and so he triggers my fight or flight response for some reason. <laughs> I, I I just can't tell you why. If I was in there, I'd be voting him out immediately because he makes me want to like fight or flight. I'm not sure yet. Uh, Interest, interesting that when Brian had his fight or flight response, he also voted for Paul. Maybe what you need to be able to figure out who the real traders are is have a mental breakdown on TV <laughs> and then you see clarity for the first time. <laughs> or be named the sub-declination of Ryan. So like, next year, Ryland was great. <laughs> Ryland's going to get it. Do you know what really annoyed me about that thing when he voted for Paul? He goes, oh, I wanted to do... I'm going to vote for Paul. I wanted to do it in this part and I'll tell you about it later. It was like, <laughs> what was that about? Bro? Like, but also, he's gonna go home. What if he's got a really good point and then he gets sent home? Brian, have you, have you watched this show before? Come on. Come on. I know. I like, know you're having a panic. Just, oh dear. You've got to say when you've got a chance as well because Claudia will just say the time for talk is over. And if you try to talk later, she was like, silence. This Did is he point at her as well? Did he point at her when he was like, I know the, the talk's going to be over. I'm pointed. Hate you. <laughs> Did he point at Claudia? <laughs> Don't, Don't you point at Claudia. Off, Claudia. Oh, bitch, shut up. <laughs> no, not you. Um, 
can I bring up a couple of other things as well? And this isn't really about the people, but it's about the way the people I think feel they need to behave. So mm. I got super, super bad vibes in episode one of Sonia and Harry because they're both being macho and arrogant and aggressive. Yeah. Killing and knitting. I love it. And Harry was like, whatever, I'm a soldier. I'm going to, you know, pew, pew, shoot you, real cowboy. And and then actually neither of them are like that. And I really want to get past this idea mm. that people need to behave and act up in a certain way. And you know why? It's so they get picked as traitors. They're all trying to grab the attention of the day one, whatever. And I, and I remember feeling like that too and having to try really hard not yeah. to say something like that. And they can do it. That's fine. But also... If they did the entire recruitment process of the show with that kind of personality, only to drop it once half of day one had passed, I think that's insincere. And I really don't yeah. want to see that, actually, on yeah. TV. You, you, know I, who, you can see through it. Yeah, you know who uh, Harry actually, like, yeah, Harry maybe also wasn't a fan of. He was really giving strong, like, football lad vibes in a way. And you, you know who he reminded me of? He really... Remind me of Sam from uh, Series yeah. 2 of The Traces Australia. This sort of like very strong bravado and this sort of like, I'm better than all of you at this game, I'll beat you all. And in a way, Sam actually was. So, you know, that wasn't entirely misplaced. But it was just making for like a, a slightly uncomfortable watch. You couldn't um, root for him because he, he clearly loved himself a bit too much in that. I'm yeah. going to protect, protect him right now, right? So I feel Are you like, going to lick your lips? <clears throat> no, no, no. Oh, oh God, no. Um, you know, so basically when you, when I went through the recruitment process too, and I was very much like, I want to manipulate, manipulate people. I want to do this and do this. And I felt like that at day one. I was like, yeah. oh my God, I can do this. I can be a puppet yeah. master. I can do this. And then when it push comes to shove, it's like, actually, this is really hard. Mm. It's not as easy as what I thought. So maybe he did think, actually, this is going to be really easy. And then as soon as... He started getting the finger pointing at him quite early on. He thought, do you know what? I need to sit back, man, and just be quiet mm. for a bit. Like, that's what I've noticed. His cha- I think if he can rein it in, he'll be a really three. good traitor and will be quite entertaining to watch. I think he just needs to, like, yeah, yeah put the, like bring the bravado wand like, down a little bit. Yes. Yeah. Uh, but that's yeah. traitors. Well, we've talked <laughs> on this, but generally... That's, uh, that's <laughs> traitors. That's a traitors. Thank you so much for coming. See you next week. <laughs> no, but look... Uh, that's the traitors, and really, we've sort of like touched on this, but now I want to get back on that traitor selection. Claudia has selected the traitors, the traitors have selected one of them. We end up with four traitors here Harry, Paul, Ash, and Miles. How do you feel about selection? I mean, Ivan, you, you mentioned you weren't necessarily a massive fan in terms of skills, perhaps. Uh, do we think these traitors have it in them to go to the end? Do we think one of them got a chance at winning, really? Yeah, I think the traitors will win this season. Uh, I think you've got... I, unfortunately, I do think Ash will go. Um, mm. And I think the other three will probably last for quite a long time. I can imagine them being three of the final six. Um, and Ooh, that's, that, a big, that's a big number. We will see. Maybe not. Maybe Harry goes earlier. Or maybe they get rid of Paul quickly because they both feel threatened by him. I can imagine yeah. Miles and Harry working on Paul. Um, whatever the case, traitors are winning this season. I, I agree. But... Um, I feel like Paul will pocket Harry. I think he'll he'll be Cute. like he'll they'll be together, but he'll be in control. I think Paul will take mm. more control, um, and Harry will work with him. But I also think the traitor who wins might not even have been picked yet. I do believe that as well. That could be a thing. 
I can foresee a fair bit of backstabbing on the way for, for that exact reason. I can see that, like, realistically, I think the two big sort of characters slash egos in the treaties right now are Paul and Harry. And for me, that means inevitably, at the end of the day, one of them's going to go against the other. Sooner or later, they're going to start backstabbing each other, throwing each other under the bus until one of them gets banished. Um, so I can see both of them making it to the final. Uh, Miles, I think, has got a chance, but realistically, yeah... It feels like it might be the case that, you know, somebody gets recruited at some point along the way and they um, make it to the final. I think it's a shame that Diane's been under the, under the microscope so much so far yeah. because she'd be an excellent traitor. Yeah. Um, I think she, I think other people who've just been super quiet, like Evie could be quite a good traitor. Um, and yeah, I mean, there's been quite a few, I think... Uh, Actually, I think Tracy would be hilarious because she's a clairvoyant. So everyone would be like, well, you've been put in so you can figure out who the traitors are, right? She was, like, <laughs> yeah. she was just like, oh, yeah, I just yeah, keep getting it wrong. And having to justify getting it wrong every week, knowing that she actually was trying to get it wrong. I, yeah, I'm in the same boat with you with Diane. I think, I don't know, I feel like, Di I call her Diana Ross because her son's called Ross, right? So Diana Ross. That's, do you actually that, call her that? that? That's what I call her, Diana how Ross. Often, how often do you call her that, to be honest? I've called her about five times, six <laughs> five times, times today. <laughs> to yeah, yeah. behind her back. No, I haven't spoken to her yet. But okay. no, Diana, I think she's the season's most likeable character because yeah. she's so entertaining to watch. And I would be gutted if she goes in the next couple of episodes, I want to see more of her accusing people, going down rabbit holes and just going on one. And you know what? Everybody stopped hugging because she said, we don't have to hug everyone. Yeah. <laughs> and then now no one hugs. It's also, brilliant. she's the Twitter appointed mother. So if she gets voted out, Twitter's just going to implode. Like they'll be bereft. They, they won't be able to pick another one. Well, they'll try, but it's, it's, it's they're fine. They'll, they'll find some middle-aged lady. Elon Musk just, made it implode uh, by a new stand. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> <laughs> she's just gonna put the death knell in yeah no i think i think she's uh i think she's doing bloody well yeah i mean in a way though she's sort of like this this year's maddie in that she's incredibly lovely and you want to love her but sometimes you're just looking at screen like where did that suspicion come from you have no reason whatsoever for that suspicion like there is no reasoning sometimes she's making the right choice sometimes it's just vibes yeah. yeah, and if you accuse enough people in a hilarious way, then people are going to watch and go, oh, wow, you got it right every time. And you watch it back and go, oh, 33% of the time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, but that's something we are touching on then, the faithfuls now. Uh, we've talked about the traitors. I want to talk about the faithfuls' gameplay. So far, we're seeing a lot of the same mistakes we've made, and it's quite reasonable. You know, it's really early on to make educated guesses. But we're seeing a lot of mistakes of just decisions being made based on, for example, the missions, which really proves nothing, you know, um, You've got uh, Harry who says that, you know, like, uh, he wants to prove that he's a team player because I watch shows are faithful, which doesn't really make a lot of sense. You've got people, uh, Ross accusing Sonia because just because she stirred the pot as if that would automatically make you a traitor. How have you read this? You know, let's, let's ask the man who was never really faithful, Wilf. So I've got a quote and um, it's not word for word. So it's this. When you're around the round table in episode two, somebody goes, I didn't have anything going on in, I'm going to have to, make a decision from what I've heard, which basically means herd mentality. Like, <laughs> like that's what really, I was like, oh my God, here we go again. Herd mentality. Everyone's just going to go for the, whoever they hear, they're going to keep quiet until somebody accuses. But then in episode three, yeah. nobody really did that. It was all, everyone was just like, do you know what? I'm going for my own opinions. And I really like that. 
it really impressed me that the faithfuls were like, do you know what? I'm not going to play that game. I'm going to sort of just go for the people that I think could be a traitor. And I was quite impressed. And they've got one, realistically. Um, if Ash leaves, they've already got one, which is better than what we did. Well, better than what you lot did. <laughs> I'm, I'm not sure whether that's a result of strategy or, or sort of luck at this stage, to be honest. Uh, I think some people sort through Ash, but not necessarily that many people in the crowd. Can we also dispel the idea that herd mentality is a bad strategy? Yeah. yeah. It's, no, it's, it's, not a great, it's, it's a great strategy. It's, it's how you survive. It's, it's yeah. morally it's morally not very strong, but it's a great strategy because with herd mentality, you get rid of that person. Whether they were traitor or faithful, they're not going to come after you because they're not in the game anymore. Whereas if you go for the person you dislike, then you may look like an absolute mad person, and that could be quite good too, but also there's a chance they're a traitor, or if they're not a traitor, they're faithful, and they'll think you're a traitor. So really, yep. having your own ideas, especially early in the season when they'll just replace any traitors they lose, is just a waste of time. Keep your head down. <laughs> I think this early on in the game, it's about not being the one to plant the seeds, but to water them. Does, yeah. does that make sense? Like, what? Nice. Like, grow yeah. the idea. Don't actually put the idea there. You, That's you what Sonia was trying to do. You yeah. want to drop <laughs> tiny, tiny crumbs, uh, you know, from the kitchen to, uh, to the traitor's tower. Just tiny crumbs that uh, make up an invisible biscuit, in a way, everyone might say. I preferred the bar to the kitchen, by the way. I like oh, I like bar. the kitchen. They've taken it all out and put marble worktops in. Is the bar gone? I've not yes, even mate. No, the bar's there. No, the bar's not there. Yes, yes it, it is. is. Think hard. That, that room, like... the, kitchen, the kitchen room, is the bar. No, no, no. I swear to God, there is still a bar. I've seen... I see it in the first episode because I remember they're like, they've put a tiger on top of the bar as well, another tiger. You're right. Hashtag there's the bar. <laughs> Hashtag yeah, we there's are. the bar. Hashtag it is really low bar. as it okay. happens. Uh, all right, fine. Okay, fine. Not no, there is no, the I, most I just... intelligent person, one of the most intelligent person that I've ever met in my life. I couldn't remember the bloody they've, they've tiger on the, the bar. There's no bar. <laughs> to be fair, I was looking at my phone the whole time trying to write those bloody synopses. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah, th th there is a bar. I really like the kitchen. I mean, I, as long as they can cook stuff in there. I mean, there seems to be a working hub and all that stuff. But, uh, well, the health and safety team sign off on it. I know, it's, it's a boiling water tap. Love that. There is. But can you imagine actually how happy we would have been in this game? How much better we would have uh, fared if we could just go into the kitchen and just whip up some pasta bolognese at like at 11 pm just before the traitors stop murdering? Some bolognese? Yeah, bolognese. <laughs> Lovely. It's and some lasagna. A bit of lasagna. Some lasagna. Some kakui pipi. Oh, take it, pipi. Um, where is the kitchen then? In the layout? Let's do a little head head layout. I remember. Uh, I suspect it is behind the bar. Next oh, based on the color of the wall. Where the armory was. Well, the armory was. Yeah, there's a oh. door there that presumably will have been removed by now. Yeah, and there's no windows. There's no, no windows. windows. Or it could be the room. If you if you're walking, um, you've got the breakfast room on your left, then the library, then the bar ahead of you. That door there. Yeah, we never went in that door, did no, we? No, that was so, there was yeah. nothing in that be. room. That's where the ghosts lived. And that could now be where the kitchen is. Yeah. Anyway, that's a, a bit of fun uh, layout. You can find the architectural plans on it's just a game that UK. <laughs> you can fo follow along at home, print it out and draw <laughs> draw a red line. <laughs> um but yeah no like faithfuls aren't doing okay. The faithfuls are doing some of the same mistakes, but some of them are on the right track. And I guess in a way it's a good thing actually I was gonna say because They've started with four traitors, which in a game that's already quite heavily skewed towards a traitor, really skews the game far further in favour of the traitors. So if they can find one of the four really early on and sort of rebalance the game to have three traitors by the end of the third episode, it would be quite good in my opinion.
Is four traitors more an advantage than three? I mean, they'll turn on each other quicker, and there's more to get. There's more chance you'll get one. Yeah. No, mathematically, it's still better slightly, isn't it? Yes. But do you think do you think the the change in the missions with the shields has made them think actually four will be okay because traitors might take shields and then people look whoever takes shields, especially early on in the stage, the, this sort of stage, are looked at as either greedy if you're a, greedy or you're a traitor trying to cover your tracks. So I compare it to you know when we put. We put Ivan, Alex, and John on trial, and mm-hmm. Ivan said one of them could be a, one of them's a traitor. That's how I felt as soon as I seen one put, like a traitor take it. I was like, that's what would have gone on in my mind. At least I'm one not a traitor sure. Take it. I'm not that's sure I agree. You can read anything into who goes for the shields or not because there will be two strategies. There'll be some faithfuls who are afraid, and there'll be some traitors who are just trying to show that they get for the shields so they must be a scared faithful. And I think you can't really tell them apart. I generally don't think you can game, read anything into picking the shields. But when you're in the game, you have nothing else to go on a lot of the time. So you go on little tiny... Well, you certainly like have that. more than who went for the shell or not. I, I generally... I, I mean, Ivan, you can tell me if you, if you agree, but I generally cannot think you can read anything into picking the shells or not. No, I mean, traitors have been going for the shields, but not so much that you can always tell there's always going to be one of them. Um, I think it's a very opportunistic thing. Um, it's really interesting. I don't think it is a huge advantage, really. Especially mm. early on in the game when, when being murdered is quite unlikely. Um, the only reason to go for one is if you feel like you are a murder target. But then you've got to go for one every day. And then you also, you know, it's, I really like it actually. I think it's a really good twist. I think it's so much more, it's not just like, oh, win the task and you might win a shield, but like actively hurt the task and you might win a shield. Mm. So imagine if Chris from Survivor was on it. <laughs> <laughs> Somehow managed to get all the shields and all the money. He did so well. Um, I have to say that while I don't think it's a t- another a-, a tool to find the traitors, which they sorely need, I do think it's just going to keep on sowing yes. discontent and it's going to keep on sowing suspicion. So in a way, it's good for TV. I, I, I love it because it did create you know drama quite early on, create some tensions. Uh, I forget who kept Kyra. He kept going for the shields. Uh, straight away at the beginning of the first mission and then had the audacity of telling somebody off for going for the shield. Um, <laughs> you know, and in the second mission, she was like, oh, hold on, you should go for the shield. Uh, it was just like, mm, yeah. You, yeah. Can I just applaud Paul's gameplay for the shield t- t- um, <clears throat> the shield part where, he, where Andrew said, oh, no, let's forget about the shield. And then all of a sudden, as soon as he said it, Paul's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then after, he's like, yeah, he wanted to go for the shield. Like, I was just, I was just part of it. <laughs> I love that. I think that was great gameplay by him. Yeah, it's been, uh, but yeah, the shield's been interesting. And actually on that topic, should we uh, just briefly touch on the missions? Uh, I know the missions aren't the viewer's favourite yes. part of the traitors, but obviously we'll have a slightly different view of them, especially you, Wilf, having done 12 of them, because you, and we all appreciate it. This is a massive break from the game. It's like almost needed for the player from a welfare point of view. Uh, and what was really missing was a stake. And now they've introduced these shields in the missions, which adds some stake to it. But really, the stake isn't that high early on, because at this stage, the shields do not make a massive difference, as Ivan said. Just too many people for it to make that big a difference. So what, how do we feel I, about first that change to the missions and the fact that now the missions do have some stake? And then how do we feel about the free missions? You know, that sort of giant fire on the lake, that bird call to be recognised, and that, first, that third challenge, um, the content of which I forgot. I have um, an opinion uh, as a player and How as a viewer. I know, I know. Sorry, I shouldn't have one. But I think as a player, mm. I don't like it because I keep thinking, do you know what? That was my escape of 
being a traitor. It was just like, we all work as a team, have some fun doing it and try to raise some money and whoever wins it at the end wins it, right? Yeah. But then as a viewer, they are more entertaining at times than our um, the ones that we previously did at the beginning anyway. I feel like these ones are quite entertaining. Mate, walk, running around going, and then they go, oh, oh. Ooh, what bird's that? I, I find it hilarious. I was There's so much running. I'd be, I'd be vomiting every day. Jazz was amazing at it. The funniest <laughs> thing about it was, I was like, oh, it's a puffin. <laughs> so I was literally like, because I recognised a lot of the bird, of bird noises. Uh, I was talking to Annabelle about this from um, Traitors US, uh, Australia. She was the same. She's like, well, I knew it was a puffin. So I wouldn't be having to press the buttons. I'm like, it's definitely this. This is a puffin. It sounds like what a puffin. Do, what sound does and, it make? Uh, <laughs> uh, to think, to think, Ivan instead of recognizing Bird, you're just pulling a bunch of strings uh, in some stupid church to uh, to recreate melodies. And then, and then, yeah. what does a pirate make? Wait, if it's in the traitor's castle, it goes. And just one thing, <laughs> just one more thing. <laughs> just, oh, and one more and thing. And one more thing. I love it though. It's like, yeah. Oh yeah. And guess what? Somebody else has had it. Nobody's. Whenever she finishes a sentence, I'm like, is that, is that it? Is that it? Or is, is there something one... else? <laughs> Claudia, uh, sorry, Claudia. I know that you're, sorry. Is there one more thing? <laughs> <laughs> but you know what? I, I love, love Claudia. She is just like, she is the moment. She's just like, you can tell as well. She's still very nice to the players. Like she has to play the score character, but you can tell that deep down, she actually really loves them and gets involved, especially in the missions. There's just something about I her. She's it. just like the perfect person for this show. And after yeah. one episode, she's already created a meme. By going, it's you. Have you seen the best it's one? You. It's like, yeah. Yeah. What, com what comes after S? It's you. <laughs> I love it, man. It's so brilliant. Well, it's after T, right? <laughs> oh, is it? <laughs> yeah, it's not after S. I think T comes after S. Mate, I'm sorry. There's, there's 22 contestants and 26 letters. Just give me a chance. <laughs> uh, I'm going to... What about... I mean, how about like... Uh, what's another word for the animal that Brian is? It's you. <laughs> I don't have this one. I don't get it. You, 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 sheep, you. It's a you. It's a female sheep. It's a you. It's a you. I, I you. pretended to laugh. I, I, I yeah, just, I don't know my you know, <laughs> Sorry. Sorry. I Hello. Hi. Guys, hi. Ram, you. Ram, bar, ram, you. Remember that bit from Baby? You're just saying Kid? sounds now. Bar, ram, you. Ram's a male sheep. You is a female sheep. Sorry, you are a female sheep. <laughs> <laughs> Little joke for the grammar nerds out there. You is a... <laughs> You're such a geek. Uh, just a message to the Only Connect casting team. Can you guys come and pick Ivan back up now? I think we're done with him. Such a nerd. But anyway, that's the challenges then. And I'm a big... Let me restart that sort of transition because mm. I was shit. Start the whole podcast again, please, mate. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, but the challenges were good fun. Wait, which contestant am I? <laughs> <laughs> I I'm you! I'm you! It's you! <laughs> Look, at the end of the day, the contestants were good fun. Um, and two of them were particularly good fun in episode three because we discovered there's a secret relationship. There's a mother and a daughter in that castle. No, there's daughter. a mother and a son in that castle. <laughs> and a daughter. <laughs> You've been watching, bro. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm watching The Traitors After Dark, so it's a different edit. Oh, uh, oh there's a mother and a son in that castle. And that is, you know, very reminiscent of a, of a pink-haired couple uh, you might remember from series one. That, uh, again, secret relationship going into the castle. How, you know, what did you make of it? For starters, do you think they're going to manage to keep the secret for as long as they aim to? Or will they crack at breakfast uh, in the morning of day four like the rest of yeah. us did? 
I think Ross is going to stand up and say she's not a traitor. She's my mother. <laughs> she's not a traitor. She's my girlfriend. Up. Oh shit! And Trace and Tracy's my clairvoyant, and she said the traitors <laughs> yeah. are you, you, and you. <laughs> um, they, they were so good. That great bit when Ross was like, "My mum's shit at making roasts," and then she's like, "Well, you should come to my house." And it's, oh, it was great. It was so good. Yeah. I love it. Oh, they're great, aren't they? They yeah. did. They really did. Well done to Zach. Zach somehow worked out that Diane was someone's mum. Got the wrong person but managed to work out she was someone's mum, which is just amazing. It's really good. I'm very excited to see how far this goes, but I can't see yes. it going that far. Because sooner or later, there's going to be a situation where he needs to go against his mum or the mum needs to go against him. It's quite reminiscent of the fact that, you know, that mum and that soul in the Squid Game. Once again, sooner or later, that's going to come to a clash. Imagine Miles didn't get chosen in. It was Diane. That would have been very, very interesting. Oh, so and they funny. wanted to get rid of Ross at some point. That would have been amazing. Well, I think... so. She might ever still be recruited. That's sort of my problem with secret relationships in that show, in that they're secret relationships so they know each other from before the show, which means that inevitably, because they're both playing as one team, if one of them's a traitor, they will have agreed some sort of secret sign, like Tom and Alex probably did, some secret sign to tell each other, oh, hey, it's me, I'm the traitor now, um, to help advance their game, which is obviously very much against the rules. We all know the rules about not divulging who's a traitor. Um, and I'm just, I'm just... I, that's why I don't like teams of two going into that game because they actually can play as two and if one of them becomes a traitor then they have such an they've got such a strong power in that game I think we've also said that the most powerful combination of players is one traitor one faithful working together so if yeah. you if you if you do that within a family pair you've kind of made a pretty unbeatable bond um yeah so I would probably because you've got you've basically got someone who's essentially a traitor since they'll never be murdered at night but they're also guilt free I think next season there'll be two brothers that don't actually know they're both in the they won't know until the day they get there and they're really competitive and really hate each other or something some like you know like yeah. two brothers that are like Cain and Abel basically <laughs> so about two two long lost brothers and Jerry Springer and then how many <laughs> Jerry Springer reveals their brothers <laughs> yeah I, th I think we've got strong concepts here but maybe maybe they need a little bit more work uh, we'll work on this you'll learn but we'll, our lawyers will be in touch can um, we just have someone doing the lun doing lunges in their pyjamas please that feels necessary for the show <laughs> sure sure uh, any other feedback just Wait, any how, other, how yeah. big is Andrew by the way <laughs> <laughs> oh my god these arms I was like, is he going to explode? He's massive. I know. When, when inflated. When you see him before bed, like doing his B-roll, where like he films, like they film him lifting weight. At first he asked production, hey, can I lift like Claudio? <laughs> like, can I lift two traitors? <laughs> you know, you know, people have like goals and they like stick pinups on their walls to be like, I want to be like that. He chose a picture of Optimus Prime. I want to have a truck for a chest. Okay, just that. <laughs> Well, on that note, uh, let's bring this to a close with the ultimate question. Ivan, do you want to ask? Yes, I do. It's time for our new recurring segment. Who you got? Who's your guy? It's, a, it's two, two titles. Who you got is the first one. And who's your guy is the second one. Because what Which I want to know working title? you... No, they're both working titles because we need, I need two predictions from you. Okay. One traitor, one faithful. Okay. Oh, that's hard. So, so one traitor that's going to win that you think might win, and then one faithful that might win. Yes, because oh, we all know sad. that the global series there's been more traitors wins than faithful. In fact, I think the only faithful win I've yes, seen is the UK one. <laughs> uh, I'm the only traitor that lost. I'm the worst one. <laughs> uh, 
So what I want from you is one traitor and one faithful. We know the traitors are likely to win because, as we say, UK is the only series that where the faithfuls won. But we want a faithful as well and a traitor. You go for it. I'm writing mine down now as well. And... Okay. All right. Uh, faithful. Go down. I'll go first. Um, okay. for, for traitor, I think Harry. I think he's going to surprise people towards the end. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, and as a faithful, I think Jazz... Interesting. I've, got, I've got a really good feeling about Jazz. For Traitor, I'm going to go Miles. Uh, I just think he's got it in him to fly on the radar for a while and to make it quite far. Uh, he's just going to have to be careful to not fall foul of the um, of the betrayals that uh, he might face along the way from the other traitors. Faithfuls, I'm going to go... It has to be someone who's really under the radar at this stage. And I reckon, let's say... I want to say Charlotte, but she's a... Already getting a bit loud, and I'm gonna put a tiger on my yeah. back. So let's go, Molly. Okay, good choice. Um, I was also gonna go for Miles, but I think it's more fun if I don't. As the winner of the Survivor series, I'm happy. Survivor series—that's a wrestling event. The Survivor <laughs> season. Um, I'm gonna go last, and because you pick Miles, I'm gonna go against my better judgment and pick Paul as my traitor winner and Charlie as my faithful winner. Here's how it's gonna work. Obviously, there could be multiple winners. Um. And also, if it's traitors, well, we've all picked different traitors, so there could be multiple winners. So if we all have one of the, like, let's, for example, say that the faithfuls who win are Jazz, Molly and Charlie. Have we all won? No. Then we'll go and look who the, who did best of the other. So who got furthest on the traitor side, right? So basically, if it's in any way some sort of a tie, for example, let's say that Paul and Miles win, then we'll look at our faithful pick and see who did the best out of those two. Okay. And for that reason, no more picks this season. No midway picks. No woolly liberal thinking, Ryan. We want conservative hardline views on this podcast. (laughs) (laughs) So we keep our picks from now. So here we have Will goes Harry and Jazz. Ray Ray goes Miles and Molly. And I go Paul and Charlie. And that's it. Miles and Molly, you better not disappoint. I'm rooting for you so much right now. Please do not disappoint. Uh, but that's our predictions then. Um, Shall we be back next week to assess episodes four, five, and six and see how we're doing with these predictions? Yes, please. Uh, if you like the podcast, don't forget to follow us on social media. Um, give us a five-star review. Put a nice little comment in the comment section. Uh, you know, just do something to manifest your love. My name is Ryan. Uh, you cannot follow me, but you can sign my petition to ban licking your lips at the round table at change.org. Um, my name's Will. You can follow me at Where is the Bar. <laughs> I'm Ivan, and unlike. <laughs> I'm Ivan, and unlike the rest of the UK season one contestants who are now irrelevant, I've been irrelevant for ages. <laughs> <laughs> and from all of us here, it's see you next weekend. Goodbye. Bye.
How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you.